Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Redman TV. Liverpool are back in action. Yes! Yes, it's been... You know what? I'll be honest. It's been, it's been pleasant to just ease off for a couple of weeks. And then I'm, I'm just fully buzzing and excited for the mighty Reds to be back. Look at Chris's smiling really face. Yeah, I like Premier League football. It's great, isn't it? Um, it helps when Liverpool have been in a good vein of form. Anyway, to discuss it, we are joined this week. We've got Andy Kelly from the Liverpool Echo and Mr Stephen Hoare as well. Who um, you, You're good, Steve? Comfortable? All, all well. Excellent. We had a few pre-show issues, but we're fine now. <laughs> we? I <laughs> had a few. Me, myself yeah, and I. I, I, yeah, I wasn't feeling up to myself, but I'm fine now. Yeah. Um, your, before, your enthusiasm has rubbed off on me. Good. That's the idea. How's your happiness, Andy? Well, you know what? I can see the end of the tunnel. It's a long time, those two weeks with no football in it. <laughs> yeah. And there's been little peaks and troughs, but we can see the light, can't we? Absolutely. It's, it's three o'clock Saturday. I can't wait. So speaking of um, you know, things to be optimistic about and happy about and what have you, I just want to do a little thank you first and foremost to everyone who, who voted for us in the Northwest Football Awards. We were, as you can see, thanks to our wonderful shiny award there, sat, did you put that there? No. Tom, did you put that? Tom, Tom put that. Pride of pride. I was concerned it was going to obscure the telly because it's massive. Um, but you know what? Who cares? I think it looks it looks wonderful. So thank you very much for everyone who voted for us. It was a it was a public vote. You guys made it happen. If you did vote for us, let us know in the comments. We'll try and give you some give you some love. Um, but great, recovered. Ninety percent recovered. Nine, I think back to full full power tomorrow. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Two day hangover. It's fast. It's hard. Mid thirties. <laughs> anyway, we'll crack on. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Chris, quite. Simply put, this is where the real season <laughs> begins. You know, we've had this. We had, you got because no, you have the, you have the initial optimism yeah. where it's just you're just flying and you and, and you bang into it, and then. Well, my favourite the, part of the season is just before the season kicks off when I think we're going to win the league. Yeah, and there, there's all hope spring and eternal are all around there, and yeah. you're thinking, "Yourself, this Liverpool side can go on and win the league." A few games in, you're like, "Can we though?" Yeah. But you know what? We've turned it round. You know, towards the back end of the last sort of set of fixtures and stuff, and going into this one, Southampton haven't been performing great so far this season. There's question marks over Pellegrino uh, and the style of football that he's playing. So for me now, Klopp seems to have found that sort of plan B 
over the last few games that he's been heavily criticised for not having while he's been at Liverpool. So I'm excited to see this side develop yeah. during this portion of the season and, and getting players back as well over the next couple of weeks makes it a really exciting time to be a Liverpool fan. That's it. And like I say, what I'm kind of driving at, Andy, is that we're now entering the, the period from hell you know, this period of games where it, they just start coming thick and fast. You sort the men from the boys, the wheat from the chaff. Chris is dead right. It, it was the perfect time for us to get our act together. But now we've got to prove that that wasn't a, a, a fluke or a, or, a, or a freak set of results. We've got to take it into this run of games now. Yeah, and um, thank you to me. Echo colleague Christian Walsh actually counted them up for me yesterday because it was for <laughs> it's thirteen games in forty three days I think before wow. for the rest of the the year yeah so um, you know that that is a you know it doesn't take a genius worker that's a game every three or four days and there is no midweek free now till God knows when sometime in January Alex. so <laughs> um, you know tell everyone they can see you in about the second week of January because you're going to be busy yeah and, and then. The FA Cup, we'll have the FA Cup draw, <laughs> and then it'll be mad in January as well. Yeah. But yeah. And I mean, you're right, they have to build those three games, three good wins, um, sort of got the recovery done after Spurs, didn't it? And now it's about building on to where, you know, we're just on the cusp of that top four, need to go on, secure Champions League football for the new year, and and sort of get ourselves into that top four, really. Absolutely. And that, uh, Tom and I did the, the, we call it the monthly roundup kind of thing, but it was, it was really from Man United to to, to, to the other week, uh, to West Ham. And we are, in some regards, slightly further away, even though we perform better, you know, we, we seem to have turned the corner, we're a little bit further away from where we wanted to be by comparison to how we started that spell, Steve. But the point is, we are in touch and distance, we are there or thereabouts. This is where, this is where we are primed, not for the title, not for the title, but for the challenge that Liverpool need to be in, and that's the challenge for you know second, third, and fourth effectively. And you know it begins with Southampton, and, and my God, Southampton, we very much owe them a beating. It's been difficult against them, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been a plenty yeah, scored in the last four. It's been plenty of nil nil at home, hasn't it? And stuff last year was very very turgid. Obviously, Milner missed the pen and stuff, but they're a bit of a different team this year. The, the, they are quite good defensively, not as good as they have been, I don't think, and they're really struggling for goals. That's been their issue all season. They are really, really struggling. So I think Liverpool can afford to be a little bit more expansive than they maybe have been recently. But, I mean, that in, in terms of personal selection, which we'll get on to later, but I think the style, I think Chris is right in that it's, it, is, it isn't so much a plan B, it's like a plan A and a half, in that everything's kind of the same except only one fullback goes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the, the main difference. It's a modification. It's as basically to it, Joe Gomez is often sitting behind, you know, sitting deeper and not, he doesn't really have to go every time. He doesn't need to because, you know, Mo Salah's in front of him doing that for him. But conversely, if he does go, you don't, Moreno isn't constantly bombing on as well. And it's it's kind of like he's... Klopp's re I don't think it's what he wants, but I think he's kind of accepted that, you know what, maybe we do have to do this just because personnel-wise, we're getting carved open too often and, you know, there's no cover if... if you know, we, one of our centre halves make a mistake, which they, you know, they, they, which they do. Do we think Southampton are going to do? Are going to park the bus? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we say park the bus. <clears throat> we, by, by that I mean play def more defensively. They're going to try and they're going to play for them. Yeah, they, one of the things that they struggle with is they haven't had that striker at the top end of the pitch have they, this season. And you know, we, we saw with oh, who's the Italian guy they used to have a couple of years Pella. ago, Pella. You know, they had a, they had an outlet there, and they don't seem to have that outlet there this season. No, it's a, it's a combination of Gabby Adini, Long, bit of Charlie Austin, and all three of them are 
I mean, Gabby Dean's a good player. I think the other two are hit and miss. But... I was sort of Shane Long for Ireland the other day. It's just it's not clicking for him at the but moment. They just they just really struggling at that end of the pitch. They, they, they lack a bit of creativity as well. You know, Tadic is is hitting. That's what they are. They're one of those teams where you look at them and go, they're a bit like West Ham last week. Where it's, if everything goes right for them, they can cause you issues. But they haven't got it right all season. So we need to make sure they, they don't do it again. Here. I think that's Red, the Redmond thing. caused us a few problems last year, didn't he? Uh, I think he's fit. Is he? Yeah. So you know, he, it's a hell of a question. If only, <laughs> if only there was a way to find yeah, out. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you know, we haven't heard the pre- the manager's press conferences yet. But you know, he's someone who, if they are going to come and sit solid, Paul, you know. He's one of the ones you'd expect to be a threat on the break, and he's yeah. someone I, I sort. I never quite think he delivers quite as much as he promises mm-hmm. to, but he's a good player, isn't he? I think, yeah. and has caused us some some issues in the past. Well, he's he's very much the the next in line for the the the, the Liverpool transfer, really, isn't he? If he has a good season, he'd be the next one on the list. After, of course, after of course the man Virgil. Um, it's interesting, so I actually went on this, the Southampton website and put together like a stat pack for this and it made really, really horrendous reading because it was very much geared towards here's how Southampton gets something out of this. That Jürgen hasn't beaten them in four in the league. Um, in fact, the last time he, the last time he beat them, the last time we beat them was the 6-1 in, in the League Cup. Random one dish was one easy question. Who was their one goal scorer? Mane. Mane. Sadio Mane. Who played in goal for Liverpool that night? Uh, would it have been Ward? No. Nope. Mane or Carrier? No. No. Oh. Adam Bogdan. Wow. Oh, played in goal in one of Liverpool's biggest wins <laughs> in the league in, in league of history. Wow. There you we go. We played the Christmas tree that night. That was the formation. <laughs> yeah. um, I was looking at some formation stuff a couple of weeks ago and that was that was actually the Christmas tree we played. Is that league you get a hat trick or something? Like you got a hat trick, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. I was hosting YouTube's Christmas quiz and <laughs> missed missed that all that game. Devastated. <laughs> Absolutely devastated. Um so yeah, random, just a proper, proper random game. Uh, so we know the thirteenth of the table, thirteen points from eleven games, as you say, struggled for goals a little bit. Um the good thing for us, Andy, we have a, a very brief chat about this prior to filming. This is maybe as close as Liverpool have been this season to being fully fit. I mean, we know Klein's got. It's going to be at least another three months before we see anything of him. But yeah. you know, obviously, there's one or two doubts at the moment. Still, Sadio Mane, but you know, Lallana could well be back in contention as well. Henderson could be could could be back in. Phil Coutinho back. back as well. Weirdly, getting fit again for Brazil. Fantastic, yeah. you know, the only man who gets fitted on international breaks, which is great. Um, at least he didn't have to travel back from Brazil this time. And he Just hasn't Wembley. had to travel, so it's not the, it's not the plane, Steve, so you were wrong about that all along. Yeah, um, they, were on the, um, they were on the West Coast line earlier, didn't they? <laughs> Firmino and Coutinho on the Rattler. So, really? uh, yeah, so uh, having a snooze <laughs> from what I could see from Instagram. So, uh, so but, yeah. but this, again, this couldn't be timed any better. No. You, you know, okay, it could have been. The start of the season would have been lovely, to be fair. But again, we're coming into this into the, into this period of games now, and the fact that particularly Adam Lallana, he's going to be chomping at the bit to get back on the pitch. Yeah, he's he is, um, and I'm told he's absolutely flying. And uh, I mean, was was ready for a double session yesterday in training. He's back in full team training. Um, whether. You know, Jurgen's mo tends not to be to throw them straight back into a start. It wasn't until West Ham. It, it wasn't, yeah, when he, like, everyone was like, what, you know, Mane starts. But 
Um, Sadio Mane started that like when they throw in a, a random participant into the Royal Rumble and everyone goes, <laughs> oh, wow. Brilliant. These are references beyond me, Sorry, but I know you're yeah, talking yeah. about men in, men in lycra pants, aren't you? Um, I was referring to the Bushwhackers, to be fair. Oh, that sounds worse, doesn't it? Um, but <laughs> yeah, so you've got Lalana. We've got hopefully Coutinho did, what, 67 minutes, I think he played at Wembley last night. Didn't look to be moving too bad to me. Um, he did that thing where he sort of strolls around quite a bit like, which seems to be exacerbated when you put a Brazil shirt on. It almost like becomes <laughs> it becomes part of your makeup. But um, there was a couple of times where he went full on sprints, especially when uh, Neymar played that nice ball through to him. He sprinted in off the right hand side. Neymar delayed it, put it through, and didn't look to be any reaction to me. So he's got to be. You think uh, reporting back at half one today? So hopefully he'll report back fine. Um, who else have we got? Henderson obviously couldn't play for England. As a precaution, really, um, he I think you know, missed a couple of sessions, but he's back training, and you'd think should be in contention. Anything on on, on Mane then? Because we know we, we know he was there was there's been conflicting reports, and I say conflicting reports, I mean conflicting clickbait headlines from a variety of sources that have had it. Certainly from, not from the Liverpool. Echo of course account. not. Not that I would possibly <laughs> cast that aspersion at all. No, the you've seen it from. I, I, to be honest, even like Sky Sports were doing it very much like. You know Liverpool's dismay and this kind of stuff. Yeah. All, you know this kind of thing. Oh, it's, he's he's out. He's out. He's injured. Yeah. We. I, I mean, we also made it was just a. It was a precautionary thing. I think. I mean, my thought on it initially was it can't be too bad given that Liverpool had Scott McCauley over there with him, uh, physio who travelled with him, and you know if it was a bad one, he would instantly have been able to. You don't need a scan to tell it's the the. You know, you, you need a scan to tell the full extent. But if it's a bad one, he, he would have told them. And from what I understand, there's still every hope that he can make it for Saturday. Um, there will be, he's not going to be in team training today. Uh, I'm told he's not expected tomorrow, but um, a decision will be made on Friday. And if he does team training on Friday, as we know, Jurgen likes to see them in training. And, uh, and then he'll be in contention for some sort of role. Now, normally, as you say, up to West Ham, we'd say, well, he's got a chance for the bench. But post West Ham, you know, we're in a bright new world of uh, <laughs> who, who knows what could happen. Yeah. So um, I suspect he, he might make the bench um, because I think the way, well, we'll do our teams in a bit, but the way the team not convinced that they necessarily um, need to risk him. Yeah, no, that's a good point, isn't it? I, I will, I, as Andy said, we'll do our teams in a minute, Chris, but it's dead right. It, again, it, it would be nice time and to, to some extent, you know, that we don't, we don't need it. You've got Oxley Chamberlain there, of course. Obviously, Salah. If Coutinho's fit and available, this is, if Lallana's available, this looks like the available. best point of the season for this squad, doesn't it? Let's be honest. I think you know, with everyone bar Nathaniel Klein fit or, or very near to fitness, this is the exact time we needed them. You know, we saw last season we played a load of games in, in November and December and struggled in January. We're almost we're in a better position in that. All right, our form hasn't been as good as the start of last season, but we're getting our players back for that busy run. Did you say 13 games in 43 40, days? Yeah, 13, 43 days. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to need these players and we're going to have games to get them fit and rotate. Because that's the other thing. It's not just about maybe bringing Sadio Mane in. He's not in for 10 games, two games a week, but we've got the entire squad that we can fall back on. You know, he might play midweek, he might not play weekend. So having all these players available to this time is absolutely key for us. So we move on to your preferred 11s. Gents, let's see what years have all got going right now. What have you done to your board? Why does it look like it's been... It's fine. It's, it's been, been, been carrying it around. It's been thin to the... 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't know why that. Why are they divided by Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain? Why does it look like you've had to smuggle it in or out of a prison? Listen, mate, I was just provided the board. Okay. I, d- I didn't. Okay, that's fine. I didn't create the board. Sound okay. So yeah, you've gone. So you've gone for. I think you've. Well, you've sat on the fence there. No, I it. haven't. That is, if Manny's fit, he plays. Yeah. If he's not actually, but it's preferred. This is a preferred. Well, it's Manny. I'll do that then. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer, that's I, all I'm looking for. I would prefer Manny's legs to be working at hundred percent. But Absolutely. if they're not, then I go out Craig Chamber. That was the only difference. But yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Andy's gone for you've got you've you've got Milner in there. I was very tempted to put. Milner in there if, if I'm honest um, thinking on that is he's had you know they had a full week off he's not had to do any international duties he should be absolutely rested and raring to go he didn't even have to go to the Northwest Football Awards he did it via video <laughs> link did he? Oh, he, got, he, he picked up some inspiration award did he or something like that yeah, for his charitable work for his charitable work uh, so good on him for his uh, foundation and all that but uh, yeah I think um, given that there might be a doubt on Mane um, just listen we've got plenty of games for Mane to play so I've pushed Coutinho forward and brought Milner into midfield. And uh, when Alden didn't play for Holland last night, mm-hmm. um, so he, he did play against Scotland uh, last Thursday. So, you know, he won't have played in over a week as well. So uh, he should be raring to go. So um, as I say, I think Hendo should be fit. And so I have plenty of legs in my midfield. I think are we, I mean, I think at this point, actually saying that, you know, actually, I know what, I'm going to question this because you've moved Salah to the left. I have, yeah. And, one of the reasons is I'm kind of caught between the kind of formation that we played against West Ham and, and going back into this 4-3-3. And one of the things that I noticed from the West Ham game and I was really impressed with was the the way that Oxlade Chamberlain performed in that right hand side role more than anything. And and the fact that, you know, you've got Joe Gomez who's who's not really bombing on as much as maybe a Trent Alexander Arnold, but you've also got Alexander Alexander Oxlade Chamberlain who 
when we Alexander Oxley Chamberlain. Is that is that what I said? That's mental. <laughs> Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Esquire. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, one of the things that I like, I, I want it, I want to see him in more space, so maybe a little bit of a deeper role because I think, you know, when 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 it's congested at the top end of the pitch, I think he struggles a little bit. But I think when he's got the ball at his feet, he's got space to he's run into. He's driving from the halfway He's line. absolutely brilliant, and I, I want to see Salah more central as well. So you know the way that Firmino was dropping deep and Salah was going on on the last man, I want to see a little bit more of that. And I think I, I alluded to it earlier on. I think that's more of our plan B right now. Uh, so I've just kind of mixed it up. Um, speaking uh, of mixed it up, what have you got going on at left back there? That is. A Can smudge. we just? <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of room. Uh, I, I, I wrote Joe Gomez too big and the spacing too much, and then that's Moreno. But the E, N and O were essentially on top of each other, kind of like my signature. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing a, a bit of an anti-lover and agenda on these boards. But no, no agenda, from, it, just, from, it just follows I've the just, yeah, keepers. I was going to say, my, my theory is like... Don't we, be standing. <laughs> no, sorry, I just couldn't help but notice. Dude, I've just said, if it, if it isn't broke, don't <laughs> fix it kind of thing. No, exactly, I completely agree. And I think, I think again, the back, we've all gone for the same back, also, back forward. Yeah. I think it picks itself Ah, uh, no, Lovren's in mine. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, I apologise. Yeah. Why? Because Clavan isn't good enough. I can tell you There is another, an entirely other debate about Lovren, but he's still a better centre-half than I Clavan. Have a phone Undoubtedly. call. I have... There he is. That's previous the, that's engagements. A, <laughs> that, that's Clavan's agent. Clavin. No, I'm sorry. Look, the Liverpool echo just don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. no. All opinions expressed are personal. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my, my view is he, he isn't. No, I, I, Andy, no, I, I listen. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. We, we've been talking about this quite a lot. I, look, Clavan, he's not great in the air. He's not dead quick. Or anything, he's not an outstanding centre half, is he? And he's I, got I, mad skills, though. He's got some mad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you just want to see some more gifts, some more <laughs> random <laughs> turns. But the, I, yeah, do I, they light me up inside. But that's brilliant. I agree with what you're saying on the on, on the Lovren thing. In that, look, he's he's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, he's much better in the air. But. He's, he's, he's played himself into a situation this season where he's almost got a mistake a, a game in him. Now, he's going to have to be rehabilitated at some point. That's the thing, though, isn't it? I suppose because of the rehabilitation and because of the fact that Southampton fans absolutely despise him, it's either a great move to put him in or a terrible move to put him in. He I've could go Clavin either way on that. I agree. I think Lovren's probably a better defender than Clavan. But I think Clavan's better with the ball. And I think these are going to be. I think they are going to park. You mentioned before. I think they are going to park the bus. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking on this. I think the weakness that Clavan has. I'm not sure they're they have, necessarily. They haven't got mass mad pace, and they haven't got ridiculously strong centre forwards. It's Gabbiadini who's a very good player, but he's not going to smoke you. You wouldn't think he's not going to bully you. If and we're I, if we're bringing out from the back, those say it's going to be Matip who's bringing it, isn't it? You're not going to rely on the other uh, centre half. Extent, not even. Not they're even, all good, they, but again, if it's a team sitting deep, you think about the first 15 minutes of all those games at Anfield recently, when our back four have just had the ball to feet going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I, I, you're, you're right. I think it's fractional. If I'm honest, I think Clavan. I think Clavan deserves it just because he's he's been fine, hasn't he? You know, I, I think there's something to a bit of stability. But I, you, disagree, you disagree, Andy. Well, it's, fine. it's absolutely fine. We shall, you know, we shall see. But I know from, funnily enough, we um, was chatting to Rafa Honigstein, who's done the new Klopp book about his book about a week, 10 days ago with uh, Neil Jones. And he was saying, he was talking about um, Lovren and how uh, 
basically Klopp and, and the two assistants just now this interview was done before this season so whether that this opinion has changed but what, where everybody else was telling them Lovren problems everything else that you know he was chatting to them and they basically have a much higher level in their head that that Lovren is at than than anybody else is seeing now. I say I think um, he said those interviews were done for the book round about May time. So we've seen a few uh, things that could change could yeah. change their mind since. Yeah, absolutely. But essentially, our view, most of us's view of where Lovren's at, Klopp. Klopp's view is that he's well, considerably higher. It, I think it's, 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 to be fair, you know, think about the Spurs game and how the vast majority of Liverpool fans would have bombed out half of that team yeah. the next week, and we never. You know, no. he's took Fraser and Jürgen's talked, he's gone on record as saying. He did you pick Lovren as well. He was yeah, exactly. He got, he got exactly. In the wall, but he's yeah. gone on record as saying he's got, he, he sees far more value in rehabilitating players. He's, he's not the kind of guy who stands around on his smartphone when he could be working with people and he could be sorting things out. And that, so here's the thing I think there'll be a lot of people who will have instantly seen it. And at the minute, Lovren is that name, isn't he? He's the name yeah. where you just have to say the name and everyone rolls their eyes and knows exactly what you mean. Jürgen will see that as a challenge to some extent yeah. and he'll not not like a bull-headedly not like he'll yeah. throw someone in who's in terrible form and, and leave them out to dry but there's no way he's not been working with him well, to try him. and get him yeah. up well exactly he's a Liverpool player yeah, yeah. yeah you know he needs well, to I, think, I, think week, I think he'll play qualified for the World Cup with Croatia I think yeah. they were until Denmark last night they've been the most they're about the only team who scored a goal in the yeah. playoffs <laughs> and uh, you know they had a you know, comfortable passage through against Greece, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's going to be on a bit of a high. Southampton is there's that, you know, that whole frisson between him and and their fans. But to be honest, I think he is the sort of character where I think as long as he doesn't do what he did with Harry Kane, where he gets too wound up yeah. and is like, I'm going to be the man who's going to run forty yards and win a header against Harry Kane, and just messes it all up. If he can actually. Keep that within him. When he just him. defends and plays within himself, yeah, he's, he's a good defender. I, exactly. I think he'll play. I do think he'll. I think yeah. he'll start. It was a decent opportunity. I haven't had a little bit of a break, as you say, to get him to get him back in. I, I don't actually. Cla- cla- presumably, Clavin's been away. Estonia, just Yeah, I have I to say, know, I haven't yeah. checked the Estonian fixtures. Not a totally up on the Estonian played by any level. Uh, what about four hundred and fifty times for them? You'd well, imagine if they played short. Let us know. I think I turned the Estonia notifications off on my phone. Get them back on. Get them back on. I wonder if that was was that covered in development. Watch this week. No idea. We'll have to get. To, tra- to track Estonian football a bit better. Um, I went for Lallana midfield as a preferred because I just want to see him back in our team. I want to see us how much better we are with him there, and also because I completely forgot Phil Coutinho existed, uh, which is weird. <laughs> I love the fact that you give Mane his accent as well. By the way, I absolutely, think that's, really that's a commitment to the cause. I can't do it. I can't be asked to do it when I'm typing, but, but when I'm writing, I like that. I like that you give it. You bothered to give him his accent, but you didn't give Clavan his own name. You thought I'll save time by missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but he didn't want to <laughs> end up with him. <laughs> This is what I mean. This is, no, but it, but isn't your teapot just an indication that that as we were talking before in terms of the injuries, the squad now is starting to look. You've left Coutinho out. Oxley Chamberlain, uh, uh, but know, he did forget about him. He, I know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> whether whether or otherwise, I've left them out. But you'd never, if we were in a situation where, oh God, we've got this eleven and this has to, this eleven has to go. You'd never have forgotten about him. He'd been like first on your team sheet. Uh, and what's, what, what's crazy, sorry, Steve, there's a possibility that, I mean, it might not be this week just because of the Mane fitness issue. We could see us doing our, our Man City 
You know, we our Man City equivalent of how we play footy, and because at some point, and I'm convinced we're going to see Lallana and Coutinho yeah. it, it behind behind our best front three, and we're going to see what that looks like. This might just because of money, we might not see it this time around. But it's, a, I think it's a, it's a in theory. If you, with your team, your bench could be something like Sturridge, Solanke, Coutinho could all be on your bench. Milner will be on your bench. Ockley Chamber. So, while it shows a bit more, you know, things are getting better. The issue is it's the issue that's it's defence, isn't it? We've got it. It, it would be Trent. It would be the, def- the defender, and obviously in your case, Lovren. It isn't a horrendous bench anymore compared to what so it has a, been. That's a, that's it's a decent Premier League that's bench, isn't it? It's, 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 it's an excellent bench. Attacking wise, if you've got Daniel Sturridge and Phil Coutinho on the bench, it's a good bench. That's yeah. a, that makes and Oxley and, and, and you're right, and Oxley Chamberlain. And, and, and I think Ings is starting to head towards a, a fighting for a place on the bench, and you know he and since because obviously he got a few goals the other weekend. Danny Ings and and he's been due them because he's been so unlucky this season with the twenty threes. Um, that sort of it was a sort of in a sense to me a challenge to try and get on that bench ahead of Solanke. Then Solanke has a big week with England, doesn't yeah. he? Should have scored last night really and made an made an impact when he came on. So to be honest, there's a lot of players in red on Saturday in a good place. I think. Yeah, and this is the thing we're gonna. It's almost like we're gonna get to see what the plan was, you know, because we've we've had to make things work. In various areas of the pitch all season long, even just from the right back being the prime example of that, we're going to start to see. I think some areas settle down, and it, and we're going to see us settle into the a rotational rhythm. I think yeah. you know, so we might see you know, Lalana might not even figure, but all of a sudden Lalana's playing every midweek game, and Oxley Chamberlain's playing every weekend game, etc. etc. Et very very exciting stuff. This is interesting when you talk about rotation, Bob. If you look at the games that are coming up, because we were having a chat in the office about this the other day, and. It is. You want to say, yeah, let's rotate, but actually the games are quite tricky in terms of choosing. Well, when when I'm going to bring in my different lads, um, Southampton at home. That's you know first after international break, everyone's back. You just want to play your strongest team probably. Then you're going Sevilla away. Well, the keeper will change. We'll probably see Trent at right back, but most of the rest you probably wouldn't make too many changes. And then you've got Chelsea at home, haven't you? Mm. Um, or again, you're just going, you know. Is, this is my best eleven. Yeah. So it's probably when you're going to Stoke and Brighton, are those two two ways, you know, not necessarily easier ways. We know all about Stoke on a on a Wednesday mm-hmm. night or whatever. You know, it's become a, a cliche, but you would think that might be the perhaps the two games where he'll attempt to start to do things a little bit different. I think it, I think to our rotation, I don't think it'll be fives and sixes. It'll be no, one, no, it'll no. Ones no. That, I think one, you'll see one, of the, one of the front three and one of them afield. Yeah. I think when everyone's fit, that's what he would like to do. He would like to... He, and maybe the tents and Gomez. And then, and then right back is what it is. I think that's more dependent yeah, yeah. on on opponents. Absolutely, but yeah, but, well, obviously we'll see a little bit in the fullness of time. Let's have some score predictions. Stay, what do you think? I think we'll win 2-0. Okay, Andy? I think Liverpool will win and win well. I'm going 2 0 as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. You know what? Let's go optimistic. Let's have a a three for Liverpool. Let's finally put these these down where they should be. We've got it. We've got previous. They're doing 3 0 and we're home. And let's hope Virgil van Dijk has a decent enough game that our fans don't all go, oh my god, he's terrible, but also not so good that he keeps us. Do you think he gets clapped off the piss like Hoxley Chamberlain did? That's the way to do it. Glorious failure is what we're after for him, isn't it? Glorious <laughs> failure. Absolutely. Okay, let us know your score predictions in the comments below. Uh, thank you very much for watching the show this week. We have our. 
famous, actually famous, Christmas sweatshirts are available now. You can order them, you can get on them, and you can have a wonderful, very Merry Christmas with them. There'll be a little habit following this, so stay tuned for that. But guys, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Pleasure. And we'll be back post-match. Look forward to it.